From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. How you doing? Another day of about 105 here. Was it something that we said or something that we did or was it something... Great. If you'd like to be on the show this morning, the Friday show with uh, Patrick Timpone and Hannah Waltheiser, it is 888-663-6386. Don't be shy. You can do it. 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. It's the 21st of July, and... Um, Starting about, I guess, about a month ago or two months ago, we we invited a friend of mine, Hannah Walheiser, on the show just to keep me on a short leash and make sure I don't get too crazy. And here she is from the great state of Pennsylvania. Good morning, good morning, yeah. everyone. Good morning, <laughs> good morning. You look cute, babe. Have you been fasting? Thanks. You look like you've lost some weight. Is that true? Oh no, um, I haven't. But maybe I, I should. <laughs> no, no, no. You look great. I just, you just, your face looks a little thinner. Oh, thanks. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, you look good. Well, I, the only reason I'm late is because I was combing my hair. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks good. You did a good job. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> good. Well, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, life has been, you know, I, um, I don't believe that we, uh, let's see, how to say this. I need to move my camera over a little bit. Hold on a second. I'm falling off the screen. Whoops. I, I don't, um, I don't believe in the idea that the, that the past creates our future. So I won't talk too much about what's been going on because then you're back in the past. And, you know, because my thing is I know that there's only now. And anything that's happened before this moment is just a thought, right? It's just a thought. You can just, oh, yeah. And so I think we tend to get tricked into believing that all this past is what is what put us here. I mean, well, let me let me say, it is what put us, I mean, everything that we've done up until this moment for billions of lifetimes is who we are, right? Right. Is who you are and who's who I am. But all of this past going to here is just um, a thought. And it has really nothing to do, which is weird, with now. It has nothing to do with now. You know, it's like saying, you know, it's the difference would be like, well, I went to the doctor and I've got stage four cancer and I've been this and this and this and this and this and this. And then that's who we are, right? Or, you know, I'm not feeling too good and somebody said I got something wrong with me, but I think I'm good and I'm going to just eat good and I'll be good. See the difference there? Where we're not 
we're not embracing the past of who we are, except we are a spiritual being in this ever-present now, and maybe we got some aches and pains and whatever, or whatever's been whatever's going on, and then we just move from that point to move forward, and what's the best choice? You know, what's the best choice? Like you have a little website and you talk about, what's the name of it? It's called Change, right? What is it? Yes, changehannahwalliser.com. See, mm-hmm. so you get that because you intuitively know, if I, you don't mind me saying so, that change is is all there is to do right now. Just, if what we've been doing up until this point is not working, just change and then, then that'll be fine. Easier said than done. Well, yeah, yeah. Rather than try to go back and change all the things we should have done, right? The wouldas, the couldas, and the shouldas. And I think that's where we humans get into the problems because you don't, we don't need to. You know, all we need to do is go forward right here and say, okay, here I am. What's my goals? What do I want to do from here? And that's all that matters. Does that make sense to you? To you? people. Yeah, I'm kind of hearing like two ideas running through what you're saying. So I just want to make sure that I'm hearing you. Um, Definitely our past does not have to dictate our future. I don't even think it has to dictate our present moment. Um, And and every choice that we make is a chance to change. That's like my, that's one of my big things. Every choice is a chance. Um, But I also think there are a lot of labels um, and things that we take on based off of our past or based off of things that people say or present to us, like you're saying, if someone gives you a diagnosis, like you have six months to live. So we have a choice to accept that for ourselves um, and live that out or not. And um, so I think I'm hearing those two ideas running together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's right. But maybe that's not what you were saying. I, that's just what I was hearing when I was listening. Um, I'm trying to get... Can I... Um, can we just turn down your volume a little bit? It seems... Somehow, I don't know why. It does Is it. that better? Yeah, I think that's a little better. You don't sound so... Yeah, yeah, I think it's... it's um, um, you know, it's similar to the idea... Of uh, having a thought or an idea that we have a low thyroid, for example, and this is what we have, right? We got this low thyroid, and what are we going to do about it? So that's a starting position, right? And that's a starting position that's ingraining into our body that our thyroid is not good. But what if? Um, we didn't take a test and know, think we have a low thyroid, and we were just a little bit pokey or whatever, and um, and we took the position, I'm just not feeling all, all that well, and you know, so I think I'm just going to exercise more, drink more water, go out in the sun, and eat good food, and I'll be fine. That would be a position from the now. So we are not taking on the past as who we are. Who we are is. Um, you don't know. I don't have as much energy as I want, so I'm just gonna eat better, drink more water, and just 
That's the difference. Did you freeze? <laughs> she froze. Her internet. Are you there, Hannah? No, her internet froze. See, Hannah's frozen, frozen in time. She's just, um, that's how you live in the moment. Yeah, there she poof, there she went. She'll come back. So um, so this is leading me to uh, where um, let me put this here, where I am today, and I'm just feeling um, hmm, I'm just feeling quite uh, unsure. I have no idea what is going to be my experience this afternoon, tomorrow, next week, or next month, or next year. I'm, I'm just, have no idea. And it's, it's kind of fun, and it's exciting, really. You know, it can be disconcerting, though, if one really wants to know what's, what I'm going to be doing next week. It's, it's, it makes it hard. Oh, Hannah, are you back? Did we lose you? Yeah, the the um the internet like just went out. <laughs> I have no idea why. So weird. I haven't had that happen in a really long time. There's no storm right now, so I don't know. So where I'm kind of going with this is we've, uh, as you know, we've been um, having some challenges with our you know income since COVID and inflation and uh, and everything, and we we really couldn't. It didn't make sense. It just wasn't adding up. You know, it just wasn't adding up. We were getting uh, um, sometimes even more listeners than before. And the sales, you know. Now, for reference, there are a lot of businesses that are having a harder time now because people are unsure or mm, whatever, you know. And cost $12 for a gallon of milk, you know, that kind of stuff. But so then we, we found out, or we just determined Sharon and I, and and uh, some geeks, that um, we've been hacked. That our website has been hacked, and people have been playing with us, trying to make our lives miserable. Hannah's froze up again. Okay, let me check to see if it's my issue. Hannah, you keep freezing up there, girl. Keep freezing up. Nope. Let me let me check here and see if it's me. Could be my end. It's a great smile she's got, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna check me. It's, it could be me. Could be me. Henny, keep freezing up, sweetie. Hello? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here in the technology world over here. <laughs> And I don't have a tech person to call. Well, that's okay. I, I, let me. I'm so, checking. Uh, I'm checking to see if it's me. It could be on my end. I, I don't know. I just don't see any indications. Hmm. I don't think it is because it said like, um, like the modem or something just like went off. So yeah, I'm working you. off a hot, my hotspot. I saw you looking right now. Are you on? Oh, so you changed the Wi-Fi. 
Yeah, I had to. I had to just go on the hot spot so I could be here. So be here now. What's the hot spot? What is that? It's like a way for you to access your Wi-Fi even when your, your modem's down. I'm pretty sure it fries all the good things in your body when That's you're right. using it. They should have they should have just like a uh, a thing say you know interconnect it or fry your brain and you can click on fry your brain and then you're <laughs> oh, a little bit more actually, you know? it's either that or like stick my finger in my belly button or something i don't know i don't know what's gonna work yeah yeah well if it looks stable you can go back to the modem i don't know whatever you want so uh i was saying before we were so rudely interrupted by the tech geeks of the world that you know this whole sales thing's been going on and and um so then we determined that we've really been, somebody's been messing with this, and uh, we've had um, crazy things going on in some of our affiliates where people couldn't even buy stuff. It was just, it's just been, you know, it's just been like a, a Bermuda Triangle, you know, everything going on at once, you know, and then, and then you know, my cars were falling apart, remember, did the whole car story, and so that, that was fun. So it was just keep, the hits just keep on coming, you know. And then uh, it, it came upon the midnight clear that um, many people were not even getting my emails. So someone has been messing with our email system as well. Because we tested it out. You know, I had Sharon asked her to email somebody. Did you get any Patrick emails? No, I didn't get any. No, I didn't get any. But she got hers. So it's, it's just, mm. you know, it's just been a hilarious little adventure. And so... I have no idea of of where we're going and what we're going to be doing and how this is all going to work. I just know it'll work. My life is going to work, but you know, I have no idea what's what it's going to look like or what I'm going to do, you know. Um how this is all going to work. So, in that regard, we are we are starting. This is kind of a kind of a wimpy way to get into the idea that we are we are beginning a little fundraiser campaign cuz we really need some cashewroonies here <laughs> to, to keep going. I mean, it's been, you know, it's been like that. So um, we have it on the front page of One Radio Network. If you'd like to do, uh, we have a little fundraising campaign that starts today. Oh, there's a picture of Doodle on there too. Isn't that great? Oh. And you can click on there. And if you'd like to send us some dollars, that'd be great. That'd be great. Just whatever you want to do would just be perfect. Hold on, let me show you this thing. It's great. Oh. <laughs> oh, she put a little heart on her nose. Too. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh. How's Doodle doing? She's doing just fine. I'm glad you asked, though, because something really interesting. Oh, did you get a chance, because this will lead into it, did you get a chance to watch the Richard Massey show? Yes. Wasn't that fascinating about the kids? It was fascinating. There's some parts of it that are challenging for me to digest. Yeah, you're, you're, I don't think this Wi-Fi thing is going to work because now you're warbling. Can you? Oh, no. You want to go back to modem? Yeah, I might just have to pop out. That's all right. Pop out and pop back in. We have uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels is going to be here on Monday. We have a Dr. Hussey, very interesting fellow that um, 
has been doing some work with the heart. Uh, Darko Valchak is going to be here. I am really having a good experience with this salt and water thing. There's something to this, and so that's why I invited him back. What do you think, Hannah? You're, you're, you're solid? Hello? No, now she froze up again. Whoa, yo, yo. Okay. Well, I'm sure she's going to work it out. I'll tell her about Doodle when she gets back on. Uh, for those of you uh, money geeks, there's something interesting happening. It is the Fed Now program. Uh, the Fed Now program. And it is a, it is a new um, program that the Federal Reserve Bank is doing. They just uh, inaugurated next uh, uh, yesterday, and I'll tell you more about it. Are you back? Yes. Do I sound normal? Yeah. Now you do. are you back on your modem? Yeah. Okay. Let's just stay with that and uh, see see how it does for now. Um, so yes, about Doodle. So Dr. Massey's uh, show was talking about this idea how. In the in utero, we the babies one year before, during nine months, and then one year after, we are so connected with mom and dad, karmically and spiritually, that we want to take on mom and dad's issues. Fascinating. And it's been proven that we do this. We do this. So if mom and dad are arguing or having a hard time while mom was pregnant for whatever whatever that issue is, the little baby will take on that that problem because he wants to help mom and dad out of love. So Dr. Dr. that's why Dr. Massey calls it a love story and that we're born with original love and not original sin. Isn't that interesting? How the religious has said we're born with original sin, but actually we were born in love, of loving the mom and the dad to make the baby, and then the love for the for the baby for mom and dad so much that the baby would like to the baby will take on little issues in an attempt to help mom and dad heal, thinking that that's its job. Yeah, that I think that was the part that I struggled with. Okay. Um, yeah. What, what do you but think? Not, Go ahead. Not ask. to say I don't believe that things can be passed on. Um, not to say that. I I'll let you finish, and then I'll well, talk later. It's not so much and a pass on. Um, it is a, a conscious experience. That soul. We are all souls, right? And we're all connected, and we all know what each other are thinking and feeling all the time. Everybody. Now, we are more conscious of people that we have a relationship with because that's what we do. Husbands, wife, kids, pets, uh, neighbors, mother-in-laws, you know, these kind of people. Because we choose, we really choose who we want to spend time with and who we want to dream with in the dream world and who we want to associate with and who we want to um, um, help or not help. 
because you can only do so much, right? So it's not taking on so much. It's the baby chooses to help mom and dad out of love, thinking that it's his job to take on a problem like it could be a heart, something like that, heart or love, or <clears throat> maybe there's some fear with mom or dad, and the baby would take on a problem with the kidneys, which are the organ for fear, thinking that that's what it needs to do, believing that that's what its job is. It's just a, it's just a karmic thing for coming into Earth. We're confused. We don't really understand how it all works. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, it made sense the way you explained it and the way he explained it. Um, I think it's just hard for me personally, just where I'm at with my own progression in life, to accept uh, some of that uh, in the way that it's being spoken about. So that's why I was saying, um, like from my perspective, I do think that things can be passed on spiritually and, and generationally um, that can impact uh, you know, future generations of of people. Um, but it's what where I struggle is to hear that a, a child, you know, a, a brand new little being um, that's coming into this world is is consciously, you know, um, I don't want to use the word martyr for lack of a better word, but it feels like that it, when I'm listening to it, I guess that's what was triggering for me. Um, it seems like if that was the creator's design, that seems like a there's a problem. Like I, I'm struggling to get on board with how that's um, unconditional Why love. That would and, be. And all. Well, I I got some ideas about that. Um, uh, everything is a karmic experience, so I would I would say then that children come into a mom with a mom and a dad for a lot of different reasons. Um, Sometimes they have to balance things out with them from a past life. Oftentimes we'll come in and and somebody will be married and they'll come in next lifetime and they'll be the child or they'll be the husband. And they just switch around just to balance things out, you know, karmically. So, and I believe the children, I think all the evidence is there, the children choose their parents. Lots of evidence to that. People have actually been conscious of choosing their parents. So we choose the parents because we need to balance something out. And we like them and we want to play around with them another lifetime. So it's, it gets a little technical to try to figure out, well, why would they do that? Why would the, why would the baby take on uh, you know, a fear problem from mom? Um, but if you really worked through it and thought about it, you could... You could you could connect the dots and say, oh, I could understand why they would do that. You know, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't, you know, I don't think martyrs are real uh, good. It's love, really. It's just out of love, you know, out of love. They're trying to help the babies, but it's a mistaken thing. So it's just, mm-hmm. a, it's a learning lesson. So they're, they could just be learning that it's not their job to, to take on what mom and dad is, are doing because it's not their job, you know. But kids will do that often, their whole lifetime, if you don't heal this. Kids will take on traits from mom and dad 
and try to, um, you know, all the things that kids do. But Dr. Massey's work has shown that all you have to do is for the parent to realize this is going on, and they just tell the kid while they're sleeping or or, or when they're awake, whatever you want to do, because we're always connected. It doesn't matter. You can talk to anybody, whether they're here or whether they're in the other room or whether they're across the country. You just talk to them. That's all you got to do. Dear Hannah, I really like you. I think you're terrific, and thanks for being on the show. Okay, I could do that two hours ago, and you would have got that information. You might not be conscious of it, but you get it. You get it. So all you have to do, if you want to, is to tell your child, I really appreciate it that you're trying to help me, Dad. I really do. I know you love me, but you don't really need to do that. You can just do your own life, be your own person, and because we're good. We're going to be fine. And that's all it takes. And then it's over. You don't have to go to therapy or take drugs. It's just over. By simply... So it's such a beautiful thing, Hannah, because, and, and, and peeps, because it's really, it's really calling upon us to become more aware. That's all, the only reason we're here, right, is to become more aware of how this all works, that we are souls. And so if the parents are more aware and learn these kind of tools to grow spiritually, then it's good for everybody. The kid gets the, the kid says, "Oh yeah, okay. I I don't need to do that. Thanks. I didn't know that. That's as simple as that. They won't argue with you. No, I really need to fix you. They just say okay. And uh, this works with um, this is what recall healing is all about in the work of Hammer and these people. Uh, and John, they've they've worked with this for years and they see how it works. It just the trauma heals when it just is brought to the surface, and it's no more." You don't need to do anything more than that. It's just say, no, you don't have to do that. Uncle Charlie, um, you don't, you know, I figured out that I don't have to be an alcoholic like Uncle Charlie. I don't have to do that. You know. Yeah, so I do, like, I do believe, I'm not trying to be an antagonist. No, no, I do no, you're fine. You're fine. Healing. <laughs> and I believe that, um, you know, when we have spiritual healing, of course, it can impact our physical body. I think one I'm trying to understand from Massey's perspective, and and maybe you can speak to that. Um, are we saying that all all children born with you know mental, uh, you know, neurological, whatever, physical, whatever their symptoms are, if they're not you know considered healthy, this is a result of. <clears throat> trauma, you know, some kind of of trauma or whatever that they took on from how they, you know, their parents or, you know, that thing. Are we saying that across the board? I wouldn't use the term all at all. I mean, it's it's so different. You don't know, you know. Um, You know, sometimes, oh, it's so many variables. Um, Sometimes you could have, uh, you could have a past life of, you know, getting stabbed with a spear or something in Africa or something, and you could have stomach issues. Um, it happens. Um, all kinds of things. Uh, we we are just we come into Earth, in my opinion, to balance out everything. That's our job. So we can get into balance and balance the, the ledgers, you know, of all the past lives, 
and we choose the mom and dad to come in that will best suit it so we can become more at peace with just being in the body and being here. That's why we come. So it's so different. It's very unique. Yeah, it's very unique. Well, I, w- I would really like to hear what other listeners are thinking too, because um, you know I'm just shooting from my own perspective over here, but I don't know how I feel about the thought that we choose our parents. So I know I've you. I know that that's how you feel, um, and maybe I'm just not there yet with the understanding. But where is the um, like? How did you come to that conclusion, or who came to that conclusion, and how did they come to it? Okay, um, there. There have been many, uh, and there's been books written on it. Uh, I think one of the books is called Life Between Lives. Um, do you know who wrote that? We've interviewed him years ago, Life Between Lives. Uh, I'll give you the person's name. And we actually have a couple shows with him on one radio network. Let me just put that up here. So there's lots of evidence um, between that people remember this. Right? People remember choosing their parents. And uh, what's the fellow's names? Yeah, here it is. Yeah, we, we interviewed this fellow. Journey of Souls, Case Studies of Life Between Lives, 5th edition. And the author is Michael Newton, PhD. Life, Journey of Souls, Life Between Lives. Fifth revised edition. You can get this on Kindle or paperback. Journey of Souls. My own personal experience was um, I was in Hawaii uh, with some friends, about four or five couples, and there was this one young girl. Her name was uh, Isis, and she was like 13 and just, she was like a soul that's about 40 years old, you know, just. We played chess and we talked about all kinds of stuff. And, um, and uh, she said to me, these are exact words. She said, how long have you been in your body? I mean, who, who talks like that? You know, 13-year-old kid, you know? How long have you been in your body? Right? So I knew I had a live one there, you know, when she said that. And I told her how many years it was, whatever it was at the time. And I said, well, how long have you been in yours? And she said, 13. And I said, do you remember where you were before you were born? Oh, she said, oh yeah, I was with God. Really? What was that like? And she just says this matter of fact, like she's telling me she wants you to the store, like a movie, you know, just, well, I was with God and, and um, God showed me three bubbles and there were three couples there and I got to choose which one I wanted, which couple I wanted. I said, really? That's interesting. How did that happen? She said, well, I just, I knew that I wanted my mom, but I didn't want the man. And God said, that's okay. They're going to get a divorce after you're born, so go ahead and pick her. She told me this. That's what she did. She came in and her her mom and dad got a divorce about a year after she was born. Wow. So, I mean, that's just anecdotal one person, but uh, many cases of people remembering that they chose their parents. Now, I can't say that everybody does, because then that would be a blanket statement that I can't prove 
or I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Maybe some people just plop down uh, randomly. Um, but you know, nothing happens randomly. So I, 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 I don't know why that would happen. You know, there's nothing random going on in the universe, nothing random that goes on in my life and your life, right? Everything is connected to who we are and what we think and what we believe and what, what experiences we need to have to grow, right? We know that. So I don't think there's anything random. I don't think there are any accidents. Not my experience. So I don't... Yeah, I mean, I think that whatever, wherever we end up, like our, our story, it, there's a purpose for us in that, no matter what. And I think there's multiple paths, like, you know, regardless of what set of parents I may or may not have had, I would have had a path of growth associated with being in that family and having them for parents. Um, so I, I, that I can totally get on board with. I think it's, I, I struggle with the part of of the child making some conscious choice to say, you know, I'll take on this heart problem, you know, <laughs> um, because I love them. And, and so that, that I struggle with, that I'm struggling with. That's just the part. Oh, that's cool. Um, I understand. But I'm, you know, I'm totally willing to be wrong. I've been wrong most of my life about almost yeah. everything. Yeah. So it might be something you want to look into or not, you know, it's just up to you, you know, yeah. the, the recall yeah. healing stuff and how this would work and, uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it, I understand. It's fascinating, and I'm glad that you brought it up because um, when you were speaking earlier and you were talking about, you know, our energy, and that's kind of been like the theme of my week is, uh, you know, who do we give our energy to? How much of it are we giving? Why are we giving it to, mm-hmm. you know, to this or that? Not even necessarily a person. It could be just something we're listening to or consuming. Um, and, and, you know, just setting, like, boundaries with, with all of that is just so, so important. So, so yeah, I don't know. Energy, like, energy's just been on my radar all week. Uh-huh. So it's funny that you were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there, there are no accidents. And um, um, I always know, I, I just know that we're always in a place where we're going to get the information that we want, you know. There's no accidents that that it's this is resonating with you, and and that's how it works. Because anybody that's listening to this, I suspect that they they have something there that's kind of saying, "Oh, you know, I've been thinking about that," or "Is that possible?" or whatever. Right? That's how it works. Where divine spirit is always guiding us to a spot where we're going to get more information to help us to grow spiritually. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of your show, to be honest with you. My people should support you because <laughs> this is a place, I think, that is, uh, you know, supportive of energy in a positive way. And there's so much we can consume out there that, um, you know, can really drag us down, you know, and, and take us down. And I think this is, you've facilitated a space here for people that I think is is very uplifting and challenging in the right way. We've, we've talked about it before um, and certainly for myself, so thanks. Just wanted to I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean that's what we do, and it's a little bit uh, spiritually geeky for a lot of people. I know, and so we don't we don't have a, the largest audience. We don't have a Joe Rogan audience because of that. Because you know, ninety percent of the people on the planet today, their head would be exploding right now, and it's not for them. But I don't know what else to do, you know, and except except be me. Uh, I, you know, I don't I don't know what else to do. I'm not going to be some 
something other than what I am just to to get more listeners, you know. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, always be yourself. But yeah, how about we just say not yet? I mean, maybe people just didn't, they're not ready to ride that train yet. No, no. And and, and that's true. I mean, even different spiritual paths, uh, um, it, it souls do what they want to do when they're ready. Not before. Not before. You know, um, it's just the way life is. And, and um, that's why to want somebody to be on the path that you're on is just not cool. You know, it's just bad juju, you know. If, if they want to come along and say, oh, that's pretty good what you're doing, teach me how to do that. That's great. But other than that, you know, there's just no, there's no upside because souls are so unique and so free, you know, and so every moment they have the choice of where they're going to think, what they want to do, what they want to believe or not believe, and what's interesting to them, and what makes them happy. Every soul, every moment, boom, 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 boom. Um, and for us to to think that what we know, that what we think is, is better for somebody else is, you know, it's just, an, it's just an illusion. It's just not good. It's just bad karma, you know? It just is. So I have a little example with Doodle that I'm going to come back and tell you about in this very subject. Now, now you said, okay, okay, I'll do it. So it's pretty exciting stuff. Hannah Waltheiser is with us on Fridays, and uh, uh, she's a wonderful lady, as you can tell, a thinker and a uh, spiritual uh, seeker, as we all are. And uh, if you'd like to be on the show, call. What do you think about this? 888 You don't have to do follow the same line of thinking if this is not interesting, you can come up with anything, diet and nutrition or whatever, whatever you got going on. 888-663-6386, email patrick, oneradionetwork.com. There have been so many things that have been going on in my life in the last couple of months and all the whole thing with our website and the sales and now been hacked and, uh, and our email things have been hacked and it's just been very Curious, daddy. Curious. So we're needing to raise some funds to uh, do our thing here. If you care to join us, you can do it. There's a fundraising campaign banner on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. You just click on that puppy. It's very seamless. I think you can use Stripe or just do any credit or debit card, and you can donate whatever you feel comfortable. We we really appreciate it. It means a lot to us and keeps us going. I've got a few credit cards that we've been you know, using for the last three or four months as these sales have, have gone down. So I'm kind of getting maxed out here on my ability to borrow. So this is what I'm doing. And um, I, I, it's not my favorite thing to do is ask for money, but you know what? I don't care. It's It feels authentic to me. It's real to me. We don't charge for anything. We've never charged for anything for 15 years. Uh, we've given a lot of value and a lot of time and a lot of love to you. So if you'd like to return that in the form of you know, some dollars, it's just energy, you know, just energy, so, you know, go for it, and you'll, you'll feel good, you'll like it. So, it's right on the front page of One Radio Network, and then also, if you have some bucks and you want to buy something, this is how we, we support ourselves, we like our saunas, why don't you get one of these, email me, 
Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And we'll hook you up with a sauna, baby. And it's it's a good one. It's really good. Uh, the Relax Far Infrared Sauna 1250 delivered. Sulfur is a great uh, a great uh, product that we've been using for, gosh, uh, 10 years or so. I use it every morning now with my salt. And you can um, find some sulfur on our website. We have the best. There is no uh, adjuvants, no extra tagalongs, any of that stuff in there. It's just pure sulfur. And sulfur helps to detoxify the body. So it's really good to put in your water in the morning. And you can order two pounds orders on our website on One Radio Network. And then if you'd like to try some Pearl Seum. So great company. This is from Real Pearl. And we, uh, we love this product. You can brush your teeth with it. You can take it internally. And... Um, uh, it's it's a wonderful form of uh, calcium. The only form of calcium we know that would um, be beneficial to take because it's from a living source. So it's not like a ground up rock put into a pill. And they've proven that if you take calcium like this from Wally World and, and other places like that, don't want to pick on them, uh, Walmart, but um, it's not good. This calcium ends up in your in your in your arteries, and this is really causes. Uh, heart problems. So a living source is what you want to do for Pearl Sim. So those are three things that you can maybe kind of look at if uh, it's something that you uh, are interested in and you could use. And then um, then also another plug here, doing a fundraising thing starting today and we're going to raise a few thousand bucks. And So if you can help out with that, that would be Groovy Tubi. Groovy Tubi. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Hannah Walheiser is with us. If you care to join us, 888-663-6386. I really love it that you ask good questions, Hannah, and that you are focused enough to even care about some of the silly things we talk about. But they're not silly. I I should stop saying that. They're just different. You know, they're just, they're just different. I think they're really important things that you bring up and talk about. So, especially with all the, like we've said, all the conditioning that we have in life. So, yeah, you know, we're coloring outside the lines here, and I'm a big fan of that. I, I know you are. I know you are. Have you had a chance to read that? Oh, some of the book that I sent you. Have you seen any of that? I have read like the first page oh, the like first. four times before I fell asleep. So, I love to read like at the end of the night before I go to bed. The problem is I love to read at the end of the night before I go to bed. <laughs> That's okay. That's a good idea, though, because this is such a great, my favorite spiritual book of all time I sent to Hannah. It's called The Flute of God, and you can read one paragraph. It is so alive, you know, one paragraph, and then you can just think about that one for two days or go to sleep just thinking about that one idea, and you'll you'll see some things going on in the middle of the night that you'll go, whoa. You'll, you'll have some fun. So Yeah, thank you so much for, for sending that to me. I'm super thrilled. My so I appreciate yeah. That's very meaningful. I'm a, I'm a book person, so if someone sends me their favorite book, I just feel like really special, even if it wasn't like that's how I feel. I'm like, oh my gosh, you sent me his favorite book. I love books. <laughs> it's really funny, too. You've used the term that I've loved is that you, that you nerd out on this. You nerd out on that, right? I use that term uh, to a fellow 
in an email who was really into this cryptocurrency. We did a whole show on Bitcoin, and uh, he, he's been teaching me a lot about it. And I actually said in the email that um, I really appreciate that you're a crypto nerd. And you know, he really got offended. He got offended that I that I labeled him as a nerd, really. And I thought it was a compliment. You know, I thought it was a compliment, but maybe it isn't for some people. Well. <laughs> I know. I guess that's something we should all be aware of. I guess, you know, because I, I use terms like that, you know, or geek or nerd or, I don't I think they're kind of fun and, and, uh, and meaningful and descriptive of the person, you know, a geek, you know. I'd like to be a geek. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm such a Luddite. But I guess some people don't, I don't know. But he didn't like it. No, he didn't like it. Oh, man. Well, I mean, some people are more light, you know, like lighthearted. And yeah. stuff. like, I'm a very lighthearted person. So yeah. I, to me, you know, if you were like, Hannah, you're a, you're a jerk, then okay. I would probably yeah, be right. like, hmm. <laughs> but nerd, that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I love that you said I, you nerd out on things. I mean, I really got what that means, and that's what counts, right? That you get what right. the person is saying, you know. Uh, and the same person, even it was about the BSV and Bitcoin and the difference and how they forked. It was a pretty fascinating interview, I thought. And I and I asked him if he was a proponent of the BSV, and then he wanted to know what proponent meant. So this guy's really anal sphincter with the words. So I have to be careful with him. But I think we should, you know, I think we should honor people when they say that. And so I'd be real careful with them. You know, you know, I would, I wouldn't, yeah, mar- I, I wouldn't marry somebody like that because then I had the, the, my whole life. I'd be worried about the words I use and God, you know, I'd be in trouble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean, dear? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. But anyway, so, so, um, this is so fascinating. So I guess about uh, two weeks ago, Doodle started to get this, um, got this little owie on her, I wish I could show you, but I can't get the camera down there. Like just above, say be, maybe this far up from her, the floor, on her paw, right? On her left, on her left, left one. And it, it just started to get a little space there, like, you know, um, um, you could just see skin, right? So then I, I didn't notice it for about a week or so, but then she kept licking it. And the more she licked it, the worse it got, which is weird. I don't know though why that would be. I'd like to know. Because isn't, isn't our saliva and all that healing and stuff like that? I don't know. That's a vet question. So it just kept getting worse and worse and getting bigger. So I, um, I, I have all these little gooey things that I tried, you know, and then a couple of them were actually antibiotic. And then I did that and I said, well, I don't believe in germs, so why would you try to kill a germ that you don't believe in, right? Antibiotic cream. So I quit doing that one because I think that, I mean, I don't believe in germs. I don't, think in, I don't believe in infections. I just don't. So I know that, uh, whatever. So yesterday... I just got it that all, everything that I've been going on in my life, my karma that I've been dealing with, you know, from cars to hacking to sales to, you know, the whole thing, what am I going to do? Where am I going to grow? What am I going to be doing a year from now? 
That is moving forward, right? That's a moving forward trauma. Even though I don't, I don't wallow it, I don't worry about it, I really don't, but it's there. You know, when you're human, you have these feelings and emotions, even though I'm really good at not getting into it, and we can talk about that, the mechanical and the, and the emotional, and I'm pretty mechanical, you know, with me and the mind and all that, so I just don't buy into it, but it's there. Definitely it's there, right? Definitely it's there. So the left side is the male side, right? We know that. So Doodle is trying to create something moving forward, which is her feet. She's trying to help me to heal by creating this issue moving forward in her life. Mm-hmm. Isn't that it? Got I hit yesterday. I said, "Well, of course, of course," because you know you have to move your feet to move forward. And so she's got a a male trauma on her left foot. So she just says, "Patrick, I love you, and I'm trying to help you to move forward." Because she knows what's going on with me. I mean, she does. Plus, she's she was at the side of the road for a couple of times when we were working out our car and truck karma, and she knows. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> She knows what's going on. Isn't that cool? I, so the way that I dealt with it, once I figured that out, I just looked her in the eyes and I said, Duda, I really love you. And but sweetie, I'm, I'm going to do this fine. We're great. It's going to all work out. The money thing, it's, it's going to work out. You don't have to do that. I know you're trying to help, but you just don't have to do that, okay? And she go like she's trying to. And, and I know she can understand me. Because she does. You, you don't have to do that. You know, you can let that go. And I guarantee you that, 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 that that's going to heal really quick. That's really cool. I'm anxious to see yeah. like how it, how it goes. And it's funny that you were talking about feelings. Um, see, we must, somehow we must be on the same wavelength during the week. You think? <laughs> and we don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I wrote an article actually on my website. I wrote a blog article about um, learning to feel uh, without becoming our feelings. That's what I wrote. Oh, I like that. I need to read that. I need to read that. Yeah. So if you go to changehannahwalizer.com, click on the blog, you can read it. Um, I, I, you know, I write these things mostly for myself. Like it's always self-instructional. Right. And then I'm like, you know what? I should share this with other people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's funny that you're saying that stuff because I don't know, isn't that weird? I think <laughs> like it's, when we don't get to a week and then we're like, yeah, I was, I was going through the same thing all week. Yeah. Well, I've been doing it for years because, and I like, I want to hear how you, you, you really came upon it, but you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen and Hannah, um, um, I got so geeky about the mind, soul, body thing, right? for years because I just wanted to learn it and figure it out. I just really want to because I want to write, I'm writing screenplays about it because I think it's important stuff because we're not taught this stuff. We don't know. We just run around thinking or think we're thinking and the mind's doing this, right? Nobody teaches this stuff. So I think it's really important and it's one of my passions and I'm going to write about it in, in, in a book. I'm writing. It takes a long time to get young. It's why we age. But when you look at it from, can I use the term mechanical just a mechanical thing, kind of stark, right? Soul, mind, body, right? 
But one thing that I am needing to learn, and you're going to help me, you are helping me, is to be able to not look at uh, on these things as some mechanical thing that's just there, and I don't pay attention to it, which is fine. I've been able to go through life easily because I, but I need to feel it, which I haven't. Does that make sense? Just like you're saying, I need to feel it without getting caught up in the, what term did you use? Without becoming our feeling. There you go. Exactly. That's perfect. I need to feel it without becoming our feelings. So it's the same way with, um, you know, the kid. You need to, they need to understand that maybe, or doodle, that they're trying to help me, right? Well, without getting all crazy about it, without getting all dramatic about it. And they go, okay. So it's just bringing the feeling to awareness. And you say, okay. So talk to me about that. And how did, what's been going on in your life? And what did you write about in the blog? Well, I think this has been part of my life quest <laughs> as a human um, because I do sometimes struggle with. Um, I'm, I am like self-described as a feeler, if, if that resonates with anyone. Um, and I tend to uh, have pretty intense emotional experiences, whether they're really pleasant, you know, if I'm experiencing joy or if I'm experiencing, you know, frustration, my, oh, you know it, you can see it. Anyone could see, like, I, I don't hide it. Like my whole body Your whole is body. feeling you it. Get into um, it, really get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think I used to see that as, uh, you know, a negative and I've learned to wield it in a way that, you know, I think it has helped me understand life and have a perspective that might be a little bit different than other people. Um, not to say I'm alone in that. I think there's other people, even in my own family that kind of ended up being that way. And maybe there was some karmic trauma situation that, that played into that. Um, but I have, there were many decades of my life where I saw myself get stuck. Um, and when, even when you're talking about the past um, or, you know, regret and, and things that, you know, I spent years and years doing with probably little, <laughs> little result as far as the world's eyes, um, because I was really stuck on a feeling an emotional experience that was really hard or difficult. Um, and so I think there's two pieces to it is one to allow ourselves to feel, and I think everybody needs to learn how to do that, no matter what emotion it is. Um, some of us even resist feeling joy because we're afraid it's going to leave. Yeah. So we don't even yeah. want to feel something else will happen to, to counteract it, right? So you don't want to get real right. joyful because, boy, something will be on the other end, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, And then, of course, it's natural for most of us to want to avoid facing difficult feelings, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, regret, shame, disappointment, you know, anger. Um, and so... That's part of it. But I also think it's cultivating a person, you know, a, a, I shouldn't say a person, a part of ourselves that allows us to meet the, the experiences of life. And like we've talked about before, kind of flow through them, accepting that emotion is part of it's our human part experience. It doesn't deal. have to dominate um, where we're going, what we get to do, who we get to be, uh, and to just try to find balance with all of that. And I think that's really what you're saying too. Exactly, and, and which I need to learn because what I've been doing lately, and it's so beautiful that you're saying this, is 
you know, for the first time in years, I've actually been able to say to myself, yeah, I've been really concerned about the money thing, right? But that's all it is. It's, for me, I don't have to cry or get crazy or, you know, go, oh my God, what am I going to do? That's not the point. The point is just feeling that you have been concerned. And I have. But I never would say that for the, for the last 10 years because it was, it was a mechanical thing for me. Well, there's a concern, right? Concern comes through. I'm not the mind, right? So I don't need to get into it. I just know it's there and I'm just going to move on. And you can do that, you know. But I think it's important. It's been important for me to actually say, whew, and it feels good to say it. Yeah, yeah, I've been concerned about it. But it's no more It's no more traumatic than that. It's just no more. I mean, you say it. You know, you could be having dinner and say, yeah, I've been, I've been concerned about the money. And then you're done. What are you going to do? Get more concerned? <laughs> you know what I mean? Start breaking down and crying or anything. You could, but it's not necessary. You've been concerned. But I don't think, it, I don't think that kind of energy, and, and I know, and ladies and gentlemen, when you do it like that, and as you're saying, it, it's, there's, there's no trauma in the body. There just isn't. Actually, it's healthy to do that. That, that lets the concern come up. I've been concerned, and then it's gone. Yeah, it, we acknowledge it. We, you know, we're acknowledging that it's there. there. Um, and I think it loses power when we're willing to acknowledge it and face it. So exactly. I think we all have those. We all have fears that any given moment in our life, you know, that we may be conscious or not conscious of yet. And I think when we're willing to look at them um, and even say, well, what's the worst case scenario? Like, what's the, you know, like I've been having some trouble with my oldest son and I'm, and, you know, I kept thinking like, what is it that you're really, 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 really deep down upset about here, Hannah? <laughs> and I'm like, his well-being, <laughs> that's, that's the end, you know, that ultimately his just his well-being and his person is what, you know, and, and being able to acknowledge that actually opened up a language for me to communicate with him. Now, the caveat here is, um, and we actually had a really great conversation about some of the things that have been going on. The caveat to this is, and this is why I'm just the biggest proponent of positive relationships, whether that's friends, family, mentors, or coaching, um, is that it was conversations with multiple people who I consider in my inner circle, who I have spoken to about the situation that spoke into my life and shared different perspectives that challenged my own, um, but were also supportive of me in that moment. This is why like this whole life thing and, and people and relationships and relationship building, just, it makes me smile. Um, we need all of that. We need our own awareness and acknowledgement and perception. And it's so helpful to have other people because we are often, like you said, I'm just looking at this at a mechanical way. Right. Well, I'm just looking at this in a feeling way yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm freaking out. Um, <laughs> and so it's all of those pieces together that, that help us move through life. And it's so beautiful. Um, when, when we can have that in any experience or thing that we're going through. Yeah, so that's great. Good for you. I think yeah. you're doing great. You're just terrific. I really appreciate who you are, girl. I really do. Yeah, yeah I do, man. You get me crying here. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, 